Hey, this is Chris Jericho, and you're listening to the Shout It Out Loud cast. They're going to give you a reason to live, make you feel like you're the king of the mountain. And when it's all said and done, they're going to dance all over your face. Oh, yeah! We got some good-looking girls! Oh, yeah! If you people want a little bit of rock and roll! I said if you people want a little bit of rock and roll! Shout it out loud! What's up there, Kiss Army? Tom and Zeus, another episode of Shout It Out Loudcast. Episode 141, you and yours. Tom, how are you? Hey, wow, how are you? Hey, how are you? Jambalaya. There's about three people right now that get that joke. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, call uh, I happen to know Joe O'Donnell. I know a little something about Friday's episode from last week. I'm familiar with that. Three and a yeah, half episodes hours of retractable rooftop <laughs> and people dodging debris. Somebody, somebody tweeted because you know me. I'm always on Twitter for the Bruins. That Jordan Caron <laughs> retired, and people are like, "Where the fuck has that guy been playing? In what league? He retired now?" And then somebody underneath said. <laughs> <laughs> what was he doing? What's, what's the phrase? Uh, and so, so somebody put is someone doing a wellness check for Ted Sarandis? <laughs> the fact that other people know that on Twitter. Oh my god, Jordan oh. Caron. <laughs> What Ted man? Yeah, that, you guys know that's where we get it. Some guy would tell him an emotional story. Ted, I, ha- I haven't been able to watch the Red Sox since my father died. We used to go to the ball games together. His favorite player was Ted Williams, and uh, you know it's just been real hard. Six one seven five eight five. What do you even comment to the guy? The guy doing? Like, you could uh, you could you could tell he is literally not paying attention to his <laughs> callers at all. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan Caron. Oh my God. Anyway. Oh, um, so Tom, another busy week for us. We got this kiss cruise coming up. Six weeks away, baby. Yep. Oh, holy yep. shit. But yep. we still have to do this fucking podcast. Oh, so- now it's a now it's a fucking podcast. Okay. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Uh, but as we always do, let's talk about last week's episode, which was Kiss on the Show Fridays. Yeah, so we talked about the 1982 appearance on ABC's Fridays, where they performed in their Elder costumes with Ace and Eric Carr and played three songs from the Elder. So the poll of the week was The Oath, A World Without Heroes, and I. And this was a little bit surprising to me. It was a little bit closer than I thought. I, I actually thought that the oath would run away with it. Um, and the oath did come in first. The oath had 40% of the votes. And then right behind it was I with 37. But I was surprised World Without Heroes putting up a fight with 23%. I thought that would almost get 
single digits between the oath and I. 23% of the people are fucking stupid. Exactly. Thank you. And welcome new listeners. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, I was surprised by that. Uh, a, a lot of people love the oath. Obviously, the song rips. I mean, yeah, the falsetto. Eh. But we got a great comment here from Rock and Rollins, who says, choice four, the vinyl dead air crackle between this horrendous album and Creatures of the Night. <laughs> okay. I like that one. Let's see. Oh, and so the other part to this is we got a lot of like, you know, Johnny factoid people coming in out of the woodworks. Oh, you know, he does the solo now. No shit. We haven't reviewed the elder to talk about who does what, but watching it visual. My comment was, and this is what Tom jumped on. Why the fuck would you have Paul do anything? Any solos when you have Ace Frehley in the band? That's what we were talking about. Not yeah. so much. Oh, yeah, he does this sort of solo on here. Yeah. We know that. And when we do an album review, we will talk about that. But watching it live and seeing Paul doing the show of him doing the solo, it's still, again, why the fuck is he doing the solo? You have Ace Fraley sitting over there. So we get Gerald Rosenberg said, gun to my head. I went with I. I'm still not the biggest elder fan. Speaking of eyes, this guy seemed to be missing his. (laughs) And then he said he took a screenshot of a guy in the crowd who looked like he had no eyes oh and then and then we commented that's jim morrison in the bottom left of the screen (laughs) back from the dead a lot of people really like i it's funny and i can't wait to do the elder album review because that's going to be a great one the people defending the songs that they picked here the passion behind elder is is strong and it's going to be an interesting album review. that might be if we ever get to the elder that might yeah. be our most listened to album review. Yeah, because right now, what's it's our polarizing. most listened to album review? Oh, I would say Unmasked. And it's Unmasked. And why? Because it's the best album? No, because it's one of the most polarizing albums. And people on both sides of it love to argue. And there's nothing in the Kiss catalog where people love to argue more about than the elders. So you might be right about that. Actually, it's not the, <laughs> the number one album we've ever reviewed is revenge Revenge. and that's only two weeks old and it's a top five episode of ours already (laughs) and it's going up closer to maybe make it in the top uh two shortly wow six one seven four two (laughs) two uh the elder continues couple couple more quick comments here on the on the elder um our buddy nige savage talking about watching the friday's clip before and then listening to the episode he said I wish I had just gone with the audio. They look terrible, especially Paul, but they sound fantastic. He says, I love the big older dude in the front row who sits with his arms crossed the entire time. He talks about danger. Danger would have killed to have written songs as strong as turn on the night thief on the night. Good girl gone bad. Cause we, he's commenting on our question of the week, which was most underrated album in our opinion. So talk about what I said about crazy nights. Um, and he says it's his favorite non-makeup album, which, by the way, I got to say, I love that we get comments about our question of the week. That's pretty cool. We're slowly starting to see more of that. So uh, that's awesome, too. Ken Renton says this is my second favorite live kiss performance behind Winterland. Of course, it helps that The Elder is my favorite kiss album. Wow. All right. It's OK. And we got a lot of comments from people saying that they actually watched this out the, the this Friday's episode when it aired. Ken and Satan Service actually has the best of Friday's DVD, and the Kiss episode is on it. 
Interesting. Interesting. Uh, our buddy Graham Richley. I know. I know why the crowd looks stunned for the first song. The oath sucks. <laughs> this is just embarrassing. <laughs> I is the only Kiss-like song on the Elder, so it got a decent reception. Wow. That's just a little bit of the passion for when this comes time to review this album. But uh, that's some Twitter feedback from Fridays. What do we got on uh, the other social media, such as the Book of Face? All right, Tom. Our buddy Jepson, Kevin. Awesome Uh performance. They look cool and weird at the same time. So happy Arnold doing Kiss lyrics made an appearance. (laughs) Always. That's why, because at the end of the song of I, what does Arnold sing? I believe in me. Yes. <laughs> what does he not that need cookie down now? <laughs> what does he need to not do? I don't need to get wasted. It only brings me down. Fucking Arnold. <laughs> There'll be more. Then Arnold might make an appearance later in this episode. Yeah. Stay tuned. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right. So Raymond Gallus. Outstanding show. The Elder is one of my favorite Kiss albums and performances on Friday. Showed their convictions in their incredible, strong effort. Sean DeHaan. Have to add, as far as rankings for me, it comes down to in a, in a concert. I think he's trying to say ABC's in concert and Friday. Oh, yep. Both yep. raw live performances. ABC is raw and hungry. Friday is raw and not so hungry, but heavy. Mm-hmm. Have to put this at number one based on a more polished and heavier performance. Ryan Michael Scott, do you like Kiss? Has to be a phrase for one of the new phrases shirts. Oh, speaking of shirts, if you guys have noticed, our buddy uh, Ed at Click T Shops has put a new promotional, those new uh, Shout Out Loudcast shirts uh, with a little nudging from us. He's got them down to about, what is it, $19.99 or something, Tom? Yep. Yep. Scoop them up. Get them now. Yeah. And, free, people. And, and free shipping. Yep. Something that we load uh, we, up. Kind, we kind of pushed for this to change things up. And uh, here you are. Adam Nirenberg, Tom and Zeus. I just finished listening to this episode. I've been listening to many of your episodes for quite a while. And I felt that I had to contribute here. I watched Kiss on Fridays as it aired 1982. Kiss appeared if you blink and you missed it in one skit. The show did a Hollywood Squares type skit, but with Rubik's Cube. And he actually puts it on this. So if you go to our Shout Out Loudcast page, you can see it on YouTube there. It's there. Uh, another funny fact is that the episode was a James Bond type skit featuring two rabbis fighting Tab Hunter, an old actor. Uh, one of the rabbis semi reprised his role as the rabbi in Seinfeld who gossiped about the neighbors in Elaine's building. Elaine! Could I interest you in a snack wells? <laughs> oh, no, thank you, Rabbi Kirschbaum. Yeah, we know somebody's that the gossiping rabbi, though, don't we, Tom? <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Loves the gossip, the gossiping fucking big mouth rabbi. Uh, yep. Mark Blankenfield, who was the interview on Exposed, yes. was also part of the cast. Yep. Yep. Uh, great performances by the band. Very upset that they didn't tour on The Elder, which at the time I, was my favorite Kiss record. Live in New York, right outside of the city, I was doubly pissed that there were no local Creatures date. I had to wait until Lick It Up tour to see them at Radio City Music Hall. Surprise, surprise. No songs from Dynasty, Unmasked, or Elder, which Gene and Paul were actively disavowing at the time. Love your podcast. 
I feel there is room for all KISS podcasts. There really should be no fighting in the sandbox. Enjoying the shows. They keep me laughing with you about the inside jokes. Cukes and piss cakes. (laughs) Keep it up. Thanks, Adam Nirenberg. Yeah, Adam. Thank you, Adam. Absolutely. And one of the things I want to jump on is... Apparently, a few people start putting some stuff on our Loudcasters page about like, hey, what do you guys listen to? And then somebody had suggested that uh, uh, um, somebody join our podcast maybe for an episode or something. And we have nothing to do with like if people want to ask us to do something like that or talk about and stuff like that. We're not getting in in the middle of that. And while we always listen to suggestions, it doesn't mean we're going to follow up on it. And we have no no thing, nothing against uh, the certain Mark or uh, from three sides. We don't know him personally. You were on a show with him on Casadas once. Correct. Like you got along with them decent enough. Oh, yeah. Oh, no doubt. Nope. And yep. we don't get in the middle of that shit. We don't fight with anybody. No. If anybody's no. fighting with us, that's on them. Uh, yep. But, you know, everybody jokes and takes little jabs here and there and stuff like that. Uh, we don't get in the middle of that shit. Uh, and we don't want you guys bashing everybody and all those no. shows. And stuff no, like that. no, because the, because the post. Because yeah. the post started turning into like something that we don't we don't like to see. Yeah. So please and, and, don't get into that. Just try to keep it normal, guys. We get it. Yeah. And we love it because we see the passion in you guys defending us. So thank you for that. that oh, absolutely. Yes. Yep. And we and, and you know, like we've always said since episode one, we've said that we are this is the way we do it. We love talking about KISS. We love the bands, but we don't give them foot rubs. And there's yep. a lot to find fun with KISS and the way they act and they perform and all that stuff. And we just want you guys to have a laugh and join with us and talk about the fucking craziest, funnest band there is kiss Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and other people want to write an essay on it. Other people want to collect things on them. That's their prerogative. They can do whatever they like. So let's uh, let's just try to keep it kind of uh, civil here and uh, we'll we'll stay with that. Anyways, I don't want to get too off uh, uh, topic here. Let's get back to this stuff. Mark Weiss, watch the video after listening to the podcast today. That's a fantastic performance. It's so rare to see that. The best part was watching my 14-year-old son going, what is this? He wasn't a fan. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Over on Loudcasters, um, Mark Stewart, I remember staying up late to watch this. Loved it. Um, And then he asked us, did Gene and Paul kiss in the breakdown of I? Like I brought said? that. I brought. I brought that up during the episode. I'm telling you it, that it looked like something was going on there. Yeah, yep. it was something that was kind of out there. Uh, Joseph Collins asks, "Great podcast." Also, it was Franklin Village Mall in Franklin, Mass, where I oh bought Revenge. My. Nice. Gotta love that. Absolutely. Love the references. Beautiful. Scott Donaldson, another kill episode, guys. I really love the TV performance as it's raw, live rock and roll. As you know, I play in Kisteria, the Australian Kiss show. And after mm-hmm. seeing this performance, we decided to add the oath to our set list. Yes. Funny thing was, in 2012, we were selected to perform in the World Kiss Off Finals in Vegas against the world's best. We performed in front of Tommy Thayer. And after Ooh. the performance, he said it was incredible. Just over six months later, Kiss added it to the Kiss Cruise set list. Oh, that's awesome. Very cool, Scott. That's great. Yeah. 
Uh, Kelly Jem Blair. Outstanding episode, guys. I look forward to your episodes. You guys keep it real. And man, are you guys hysterical? Uh oh. Oh no, here we go. <laughs> you can't even get it out. Mongoloid man <laughs> had me in stitches. <laughs> thanks. Thanks for everything you do. Oh. Is that what he does? <laughs> By the way, keep an eye, keep a lookout for uh some new t-shirts coming down the line. We're not getting a t-shirt with Mongoloid Man on it. No, we're gonna get a t-shirt with <laughs> fucking cukes on it. <laughs> not Mongoloid. Cukes on the front, goober on the back. <laughs> piss cakes. <laughs> Came for the cukes, stayed for the piss cakes. <laughs> <laughs> I got a fucking huge cucumber from my dad's garden. I took a photo of it. Fucking people went nuts. People were like, oh no. <laughs> Cukes. Someone <laughs> said, give it to my ex-wife. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, let's end with this one. Costa Futsinas. Yeah. Uh, great show as always, TNZ. Kiss sounded amazing. Even if Paul and Ace do look like as if they're in their cousin's pajama and makeover makeup sleepover have to give them credit there's no lip syncing and what a kick-ass return post dynasty sound to shut the kiss turn disco talk of the day watch the full episode and found and he's got a clip of it the honky talk man sitting with each of them oh my god that's he awesome. added during the closing credits the band is joined by the cast and Paul, oh, yeah. all his hands and chest hair with Alice from the Brady Bunch <laughs> dude his pits must be fucking disgusting oh. the lady must be like oh good put on some put on some speed stick yeah oh. alright Tom let's hop on over to YouTube <laughs> YouTube George Savastano, so fucking cool you guys did this. Thanks. Um, Mr. Antonio 2005, is that big John Hart in the urban cowboy type t-shirt during the eye performance? It's around the two-minute mark on the Mr. Ace Fraley side asking <laughs> for some finishing sweetest friends of mine named Yari Curry, Oli Jokinen, and Borges Salming. Oh, yeah, I remember Thanks him. The comment of the week made my day. Awesome. Yeah. Love it. Um, Marty White. Uh-oh. It pisses me off beyond belief that Ezra had Alan Swartzen Mackenberger replace Eric <laughs> on I. He obviously can play the song. The person who should have been replaced was Bob. Ooh. Uh, John B. Good. I don't know who I'm more embarrassed about as a Kiss fan, Paul or Gene. They're equally annoying and think that there's some sort of moral compass for everybody. To answer your question, no, the Kiss Cruise will be canceled because the so-called Delta variant will be at its highest spike by mid-October. You can count on it, baby. It's already starting to happen. I would suggest, not that I care, that anyone who has paid for the Kiss Cruise to request a full refund and not settle for a future event credit because you will lose out on your opportunity 
to be fully compensated because there's a pretty good chance that they may never make up any canceled shows. The cruise will be canceled by mid-October. Wow, print it, people. Let's see if he's right. Yeah. Um, and then let's end with this one. Craig Broderick. Great episode, guys. Love the deep cut jerkies furniture out of my ass. <laughs> the Oath is my all-time favorite kiss song. Hearing it live and fucking loud is just awesome. Nice. Cool. Cool. Oh, I did want to add one more, and that was Pete Starrell's. Kiss had gone through a setback album like The Elder in order for us to appreciate their legacy. Eric was a beast on the drums, and that charged up Friday's performance. Also, Zeus, you haven't done your right or all right lately. I'm not sure which one that is. Oh, I do. He's talking about right. right. And then he's talking about all right. Yeah, I thought we'd do that. All right. Bugger. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, is it possible then to sue you people? All right, buddy. Uh, Let's wrap up with some uh, some emails. All right. We got Daniel LeBlanc discovered the elder in 92 and have been a fan since. Good choice using the oath as an opening track for the performance that you covered. Great analysis as always. Love you guys. Keep up the good work and all that. Sincerely, Daniel LeBlanc. Thank you, Daniel LeBlanc. Uh, Mac B. Hey, boys. Watch the Friday's Kiss performance on YouTube ahead of listening to the show as I had no recollection of Friday's growing up. I couldn't really hear Paul's vocals on the oath. Maybe the microphone was Jeremy and he wanted to keep his distance. Um, at the end, there was a goodbye similar to that of Saturday Night Live as Kiss danced, hugged, and acted silly with the cast. Um, yeah, we talked about this earlier about my, the guy from Exposed being in there and everything. Um, I love when you do these TV appearance reviews. Consider Mad TV in 98 for Halloween, mm-hmm. as there's also a Charlie Brown tie-in. Keep up the good work, fellas. Your friend across the pond the Ugly American Werewolf in London, Mac B. Thank you, Mac B. And check out their podcast, Ugly American Werewolf in London. Fun show. Very fun show. And then we got one from our good buddy, Angelo Capasso. August 1980, A Punch in the Gut is the title of the email. I was on my way back to Connecticut from Lake George, New York, summer vacation, August 1980, soon to be 12 years old. We pulled into a truck stop. I walked through the doors to the convenience store and bam, Kiss was on the cover of People magazine. I begged my mom for it. Wow. Peter Chris changes his makeup to a fox looking thing. But as I turned to the article, my world blew up. It was like a gut punch. Peter out of the band? I was devastated. It actually ruined the awesome week we had on Lake George. I was in denial for weeks. Remember, there was no internet. I was at the mercy of the fucking People magazine article. I didn't like Eric Carr. I was pissed at the band, but I still carried the Peter Chris flag and only listened to original Kiss for the longest time, including Dynasty, not knowing that Anton Fig played on the entire album, minus Peter's Dirty Living. Well, flip it to 82 when I catch Kiss on the Friday show, and I was like, who the fuck is this? But they played. Wow, they floored me. So much I went out, purchased The Elder and Creatures. It was so impressed with Eric Carr. My band was still cool. Onto Creatures and then seeing them live during the Asylum tour was awesome. I still and always will love Peter, but in my eyes, Eric Carr was an awesome fit for the band in the 80s and a perfect successor. Thanks for having this episode. It brought back horrible and great memories of my favorite band of all time, Kiss. Angelo, great stuff. Uh, Then we got a couple cool emails from West Beach, including a copy of a ticket when he was on Fridays with the Plasmatics. 
That is pretty friggin' awesome. Thank you for sharing that, Wes. Very cool. And I like how on the ticket it says children under 17 will not be admitted. Ooh, plasmatics. Awesome stuff, Wes. Thank you for sharing that. That's very, very cool. And then before I give it back to Zeus, we have a fantastic Facebook messenger from Nick Olino. Hey, guys. Wanted to let you guys know that you have a brand new listener. I found you guys through someone who shared here on Facebook. Long story short, I've been searching for the perfect podcast since Stern went on a long vacation this summer and found you the week he came back. I honestly have to say I disregarded his shows this week when he did come back and started going through your random podcast. And I pissed myself while driving or making dinner and even while sleeping. You guys have the same 13-year-old sense of humor I have and laugh at all the Paul and Gene nonsense, just like me and my other Kiss Geek friends do. And you guys definitely have an art for radio, in this case, a podcast. And I myself, having a huge background in radio, I can just tell. Keep up the funny and awesome work. I look forward to your future casts. By the way, Zeus looks like Artie Lang's little brother. (laughs) P.S. Not sure if you have had these topics for shows or not, but a few I recommend. Exposed, Phantom of the Park, Tom Snyder. Sorry if you've done any of these. I'm still new and haven't gone through them all. By the way, my name is Nicolino from Philly. Cue the Italian music. Nicolino, awesome. Thank you. We love hearing from brand new listeners. That is amazing. And uh, those are three top tier topics that we have not gotten to yet. So, you, you started the show at the right time. Those are all future shows, and who knows when they're going to be coming. But Nicolino, thank you. Awesome stuff to hear from you, and thanks for sending us that message on Facebook. Zeus, over to you to wrap up the feedback. Yeah, and uh, he shouldn't be commenting on fucking appearances because he looks like the biggest fucking Kip Winger. Ooh, fucking he look definitely looks like he definitely looks like that's an <laughs> album cover for the new Nicolino solo album. <laughs> Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, God damn. <laughs> we love you, Nicolino, buddy. All righty. So, one other thing, Tom, and this is going to be comment of the week, and there's just too many of them to make him yes. one comment of the week. And that's Go going to our buddy now, LP Sterlino. Dude, this guy is like potential MVP of the Loudcasters. <laughs> yeah. No one's had a fucking week like this. First, I'm like, I'm just, I'm not going in chronological order, but I'm just going to mention a few of them. He has the gene photo with the wig, the Planet of the Apes wig. That he's oh my got God. <laughs> uh, and then he's got the photo of Paul and Gene, Gene having the old Chappelle line, because fuck them. That's why. <laughs> that was so great. They got a photo and he's like, he's like, looks like Gene's belly is back. Like, oh. oh, yeah. Um, What's and, the fa- what's the best one though? And he, and he did mention the Tommy admitted on a question and answer part where he mm-hmm. had some time to comment. Yes, a hundred percent the cruise is happening. So yep. Johnny, be good. I don't know. And then one other fucking favorite comment, and this is you know, is how we know he's a deep cut. Shout it out loud, cast because this he is like the, a the, deep cut the, fucking the, character. The deepest of deep cuts that that makes Tom and I crack up laughing. And he put a photo. We were like, what the fuck? How does he know? But I think we must have said it. 
Democratic pollster or advocate, Bob Beckel. <laughs> and then the best read the comments because somebody's like, uh, context or I don't get it. He actually <laughs> refers to the episode that we talked about Bob Beckel. But of course, he picks a picture of Bob Beckel because there's a story on him fighting like addiction or something. So we're not laughing at that. Most guys are just fucking characters from the 90s and early 2000s. Tom oh. and I would laugh about all these idiots on the O'Reilly factor. Oh, yeah. That. Yeah. Coming up next, the purveyor of DickMorris.com. And if you look over here, you can see Hillary. She bought. OK, Morris, enough. <laughs> all right. Sit down, Dick. You can hear my full thoughts on DickMorris.com. All right, go away. Coming up this week with with Jane and Bernard Goldberg this week with them. (laughs) Well, I don't agree with that. Okay, Jane, that's enough of you. All right. All right. Well, that's stupid, Jane. (laughs) It's almost as good as Mort Kondracki and the Beltway Boys, Tom. The whitest man ever. (laughs) Mort the contract. Bob Beckel. He would just get angry at everybody. (laughs) He was was on crack on TV. Bob Beckel. He was almost as bad. What do you think of that, Beckel? (laughs) He was almost as bad as fucking he looked like as Cadell, <laughs> who looked like the rest doctor. In, re, rest in peace. I think Pat Cadell has passed. <laughs> yeah. Who looked like the doctor from Cannonball Run? Yeah. <laughs> Pat Cadell <laughs> looks like somebody just woke him up for the interview. Pat, over here. Well, that, Dude, I'm anyway. telling you, some of those, some of those, some of those shows. In the late 90s and early 2000s, oh those God. recurring guests, they <laughs> literally felt like skits on Saturday Night Live. In oh the back of the book segment. Remember, you used to have that chick look like a porn star, the blonde chick with the glasses who yeah, she was the body, langu- the body language <laughs> expert. Remember? Yeah. And, and he'd be sitting there like, yeah, tell me more. Tell me more. Oh, yeah, tell me slower. more. Just talk slower. How <laughs> much is it going to cost me after I get sued for this one? Oh, and they used to fuck until he till he got sued by her. Used to have Laurie Do. Remember her? Oh yeah. Oh, oh. oh him the leather skirts in the nineties are. I think we need to. I think we need to fish find her. If, we need to find out if O'Reilly even had pants on her. <laughs> He's yelling at people. He'd have those fucking quiz shows. All right, Ducey, enough. Ducey. I used to just in the middle of the day text Tom a photo of fucking Peter Ducey and Tom would laugh. It'd be just like his professional, like fucking first photo on LinkedIn or something. See, this is this is what happens. It's Fox News flashback hour. Oh my god! Oh, and then, but we get serious about Lori Dew and ooh, yeah, ooh, goddamn. <laughs> All right, get back to Sterlino. <laughs> okay, anyways, Sterlino, I believe that's the that's his Twitter handle. Am yes, I, yeah. I think if it's the same guy, I don't think there's more than one Sterlino out there. Yeah, no, 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 no. I, I believe that's his Twitter handle, and I don't know what happened, but somehow on Facebook, 
LP Sterlino. You have taken over our loudcasters page and it's fucking one hilarious post after the next. And because yep. of that, you, my friend, are comment of the week. Good answer. Good answer. Like the way you think. I'm going to be watching you. <laughs> Great stuff. Oh, my God. Yep. Anyway. Absolutely. Um, Dom, we always like to give a shout out to our friends over on Patreon. Our family members over there are part of a group. They uh, come and support us, help us out with the show. They get extra little perks, different categories. Uh, they've been tremendous support. We just started it this year. We've got a nice little niche of family members over there. And uh, it's really appreciated. And everyone there, we always like to give them a tip of the hat and thank them for their support. It's a big help for us. And if anyone else is interested in doing that, please uh, go in the episode notes of our episode and you'll see a link to Patreon or you can go to the app or patreon.com and search for creators and you'll find Shout It Out Loudcast. And if there's something that interests you, please join the family. We'd always appreciate it, and we thank you guys. You guys are the best. Absolutely. Patreon, guys, you are essential parts of the Shout Out Loudcast family, and we can't thank you enough for your generosity, your contributions to Shout Out Loudcast. We thank you every week, and, and we mean it. Uh, all the tiers, you guys are all very important, and we say it every week. Check us out on the app or on the website, patreon.com. Take a look around. There's multiple tiers that offer different things. Um, you get some sneak peeks. You get to participate in some uh, unique polls that affect what, what's going on with the show. So please check it out. And again, thank you to everybody who is actively part of that Patreon family. And Tom, uh, we're going to take a little quick break while I go download some photos of Lori Dew from Fox News. And uh, we'll be right back. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles, plus awareness mode. Available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon.
All right, we're back. And uh, oh boy, Lori, do we got to catch our breath? Jesus Christ, yes. we're gonna get we're gonna get bounced off the airwaves here. <laughs> yeah. Is that what we are? Are we on airwaves like radio stations? But uh, we're back, and now we're gonna get into some Kiss World news. What do we and, got? Uh, well, let's see. We talked about this when the story came out. Uh, the Metal Hall of Fame mm-hmm. did their uh, induction uh, a few days ago. Hosted by Eddie Trunk, uh, most of it was a it was a live stream type of event, um, but Kiss was very very uh, pleasantly part of this. Uh, yep. Where you had Doc McGee, who was inducted by Paul Stanley, Bruce Kulick inducted by Eric Singer, Eric Carr inducted by Charlie Benanti of Anthrax, former guest of the show, and uh, Bill Coyne inducted by the awesome Keith Roth from Sirius XM. Uh, Bruce posted some pictures on his social media about the award that he was given. Um, very cool stuff. Um, you know, anytime you can get kiss involved with anything like this, um, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. I wasn't really too familiar with the metal hall of fame, uh, but thanks to this and thanks to kiss. And there was a ton of other people. There was some people from iron maiden from uh, triumph, Megadeth, striper, a uh, lot of people, uh, rock photographer, Mark Weiss. Um, so very cool stuff. And, uh, if you want more information about that, you can go to the metal hall of fame website, uh, you could check out Bruce Kulick's uh, social media. He posted some pictures. So that was really neat to see uh, Kiss getting some additional recognition in the in the rock world. Yeah, I think Paul had something there. Uh, and we know mm-hmm. Carrie gave uh, some uh, some great words there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Chris uh, Jericho had a few things, too, uh, especially with Bruce and stuff. I yep. saw I didn't get to see all of it yet, um, but very Kiss centric. Yeah. And very shouted out loudcast centric. There's about That's four true. or five people there that have been on our show. So exactly. That was very it. cool. We'll take it. Absolutely. Um, yep. Yeah. And then uh Tom, what else is going on? I think uh uh Gene is still fighting with people online. Gene is still fighting with people online. He's, you know, he's he's still got his COVID thing going, whatever. That's his that's his personal private business. Yeah. And he put some photos of people like Taylor Swift in Kiss Makeup. Yeah. Fucking put a picture up of one of those Kardashian fucking girls. He's like, doesn't get better than this. Shut the fuck up, Gene. You're dude, losing me when you start talking about Kardashians. Like, she, doesn't get dude, better than this, dude. Kendall Jenner it, wearing a kiss shirt is hot. I'm, I'm, I'm on his. I'm on his oh, side. Fuck them and their whole family. She ain't that hot. I don't. I, I will I, say. I, I will say. Stand them. I will say. I don't understand them. what Gene. I don't understand what Gene was saying when he said it doesn't get any better than this. That was odd. I mean, if you want to yeah, post like, a picture dude, of her wearing a kiss shirt, that. that's cool. Yeah. I mean, ah, just I fucking. She can go fuck herself. Literally. Okay. Um, yeah. And then, uh, what else did we have that happened this week besides Paul and his bike and Paul, Paul putting posted, up photos of his yeah. fucking, I don't know, painting, uh, something or fucking a picture of his fucking pathetic excuse for spaghetti, whatever he made there. Uh, again, we're back to that shit again. Oh my well, God. I made it with prosciutto. <laughs> um, got olive oil here. Put a little in your pan. Yeah. And you want to throw in your prosciutto? It's funny because they're both back from COVID. And, uh, you know, they're both back from, you know, Paul. Yeah, Paul. This is, I mean, come on. Paul Stanley, what a great day. Drove Sarah from school to dance class and back home. Did an interview about the era of music billboards on Sunset Boulevard. Worked on a few paintings and made an awesome dinner. I think the things that ground us and allow us to find peace help us to define ourselves. Good one, Paul. Then it gets. Then, then this is great. Wow, I had to put my fork down and take a photo. 
made al dente bucatini <laughs> in a sauce of sauteed fresh garlic, onion, basil, cherry, tomatoes, and mushrooms. Calabrian crushed peppers and a few spices. Sweating. And my nose is running. Awesome. <laughs> Dude, this literally looks like the leftovers from like the Papa Gino's buffet. Oh, yeah. Like what? Like what? What? what it, Chef Boyardee's canned spaghetti. I mean, literally. Yeah. Just off to the side is the can that says fucking, <laughs> Matt, you know, like Boyardee or whatever the fuck it is. Then he then he posts some taking a short whatever from painting. Can you tell where I am? It's more like taking a shark because his face is all, dude, crooked. Yeah, I can tell where you are because I can see the fucking Starbucks logo over your shoulder. Cue the fucking uh, in memoriam thing. Somebody else has died. Here comes Paul Stanley with his comments. Oh, God. Yeah, I know. Rest in peace, Norm MacDonald. Absolute fucking legend. Fantastic. He chimes in. And then this one, this really kind of annoyed me. A picture of him and Gene on, on, live performing. Another tough day at the office kicking ass. Are you having as much fun as we are? No, Paul. There's a lot of people that aren't. <laughs> Thanks for being fucking tone deaf one more time, buddy. <laughs> I know that pisses you off. It doesn't for me. I don't know. I don't, what's wrong with that? He's having fun. I, I wish they would seem like they're having fun because you don't see much of it. You don't think of that. They treat it as though it's work. When they're up there, yeah. like, I don't see them fucking around or doing anything on stage or laughing, cutting everything. It, I just I, I usually don't see them with a sense of humor. So if they have any, that's great. But I don't see it. But and, and then Gene Sim- and then Gene Simmons is Twitter. Literally every single thing is COVID. <laughs> everything, every single, every single thing is COVID. But we'll see you on the kiss cruise. <laughs> uh, which I'm, I asked and I'm not sure, but I don't expect there to be a, a kiss vault. <laughs> and you had a funny comment today on our on our text uh, text group there, Tom. Well, what did you say about the kiss vault that I, I said, wanted yeah, to do I, it? Yeah, I said if they, they're going to do the kiss vault, but Gene's going to drop it fucking overboard on the cruise ship. Then you got to swim out to it due to social distancing. <laughs> the vault is that way. <laughs> yeah. Look for Vinnie. Look for Vinnie Vincent's catamaran. Hey, asshole, see did it. you? Hey, asshole, did you pay? Yeah, here's your fucking vault. Gene, why the fuck are you throwing in the ocean? Because fuck them, that's why. <laughs> you know, a lot of people ask why. Why treat the customer this way? Why? Because fuck them, that's why. Stand in front of this piece of plexiglass, and then you can get it. <laughs> it's, it's the new amusement. It's like a, it's like a fucking thing to amuse the band. Hey, watch this. Hey, kiss tard. Come here for a second. You want this vault? Swim with the sharks to get it. Dude, why are you doing that? Because fuck them. That's that's why. Tossing his walls into shark infested water. All the kiss tards are no. I need to hear Mongoloid man. (laughs) What happened to you? Oh, I got my leg bitten by a fucking tiger shark while trying to rescue the CD that contained Mongoloid Man. You want to hear my uncle is a raft? Here, go jump on that raft. <laughs> yeah. Here, fuckface, try this. <laughs> now, are we ever going to get to our topic? Holy shit. <laughs> Everything is, this is, I love it. I love this. Oh, God. Oh, man. oh buddy. Oh, oh I All love right. It. 
So a couple months back, we did a top 10 list of the songs that Kiss had the word me in it. Yep. Kind of obscure, kind of different. So we said, fuck it. Let's do it again. This time with the word you in it. Yep. And there are a lot of them. There are. And I tell you right now, I love when we do these top tens because it gives us an excuse to talk about songs in a context that's not like an album review. Because you're talking about songs from the entire catalog. You're not focusing on on one album. And we love we love the top right. tens anyway. We love the top tens anyways, just because they're they're fun to make and then they're fun to hear from you guys with the feedback. So yeah, so a couple months ago we did the ones that had me, my, I, whatever. So this is this has you, your, and you are or your, you, you or know, yours, like that. Whatever. And there is a ton. And I will say right now, there's a ton. Well, I shouldn't say ton. There's a lot of duplicates from the first episode because there's a lot of songs that have you and I or me and you in the title. So you may see a few repeat performers, but we'll 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 we'll, we'll get to that when we uh when we start going on the list. So we each made a top ten list with a few honorable mentions. We usually save the honorable mentions for last. Um. So yeah, this is this is going to be fun. I got my top ten ready to go here. Yeah. So this is a top ten list, not a draft. So right. we might have duplicates amongst us. So, Tom, do you want to go first or should I? Why don't you go first? Okay. Let's start it off. Song number 10 is this. Oh, to me. 
That's right. The opening track off of Paul Stanley's solo album, Tonight You Belong to Me. You have that that low. I almost didn't have it on it. That's insane. That is that's insane. I love the song. It's a great song. A little fatigue for me, a little for me. Um, yeah, but it's a great song, and uh, I love that. I love that solo album. And we just, you know, it was on our flashback episode that we retweet once a week. Yeah, uh, and that week was, uh, I think it was episode seventy. Tonight, you belong to me from Paul Stanley's solo album. Love it. Mm-hmm. Yep, great tune, great tune. All right, so uh, for me, my first one, number ten on my list, is this one. <laughs> What started off as a deep cut from Asylum by the great Gene Simmons. We talk about it so much that it's not really a deep cut anymore. And that is any way you slice it. Love that tune. We talked about it very, very uh, heavily during the Asylum review, mm-hmm. uh, which, we're, which we're recording on uh, September 16th, which, which is the anniversary of Asylum. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a big favorite for us. Uh, we talk about Gene's 80s deep cuts, and, and that is definitely one of them. Did you catch the tail of a hurricane? I did. Yes, I did. Then thanks to Gene. Yes, I did. Wow. Cool. Um, number nine for me, Tom, is this. I've just begun since you've gone. Understand, I'm the only one. And if you cross yourself at night, I'll come and see you. Don't run and hide. I'm always near you. I'm always near you, near you. You're 
a favorite of Tom's to shit on, staying with the solo albums, Gene Simmons, always near you, nowhere to hide. I knew it. I knew it. Go back and listen to our Gene Simmons solo album review to see what I think of this song. Yikes. I like it. It's a good mood piece. And then it picks up and Gene at the falsetto at the end. Oh, I love it. I think it's a great song. It's unique. It's different. It's different. It's different. Okay. I know you like that one. Uh, All right. My number nine is going to be this one. Zeus just picked one off of, 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 of an album that I'm not that crazy about with a song I'm not crazy about. So I'm picking one off an album that he hates. And that is, is that you from Unmasked? Oh, I love it. I love it. Cats drooling on the bar stool. Oh, I'm a huge fan of Unmasked anyways. So is that you was definitely going to make this list for me. So and Zeus is wincing as I talk about it. Is that you? No, it's not me. Not if you're playing that song. It's not bad. It's just like, oh, I'm just not. I know. I know. All right. Number eight to me. Tom, is this. Harkening back to last week's episode, 
Only You off of Music from the Elder. Love the fucking uh, Gene track there. And then Paul comes in and jumps in a little bit. But uh, I love this song. Yeah, it's a good song. I don't want to say too much because we haven't gotten to the Elder yet. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a fan of it. It's also got that little breakdown. Only You. That sounds that's, that's just awesome. like. The song from uh, what's his face? Black and blue. That song sounds like fucking Buck Cherries lit up. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. That thing. You can also hear that riff, too, in the Gene Simmons produced Black and Blue album. It's on one of those songs. Do I have to? (laughs) No, you don't have to. Okay. But it's there. Um, All right. Number eight for me. Uh Uh-huh. Is this And I'm going to credit my co-host here, Zeus, for even bringing this in to the list because my eyes were focused on you, your, your. And I also wanted to pick this because I love the song and I wanted to pick it because I wanted to hear the listeners be like, oh, you can't pick that. It doesn't have the word you in it. But that's don't you hesitate. Because don't you means don't you. So it's not a technicality, or is it? We're going to let the listeners bitch about this one. But don't you means don't you. Off the box set, love the song. I'm going to credit, again, my co-host for even throwing this into the uh, list, but that's my number eight. It's not that awful song by those fucking L.A. Laker dancers. Uh Uh-oh. Don't you. That Sonny Pooney can't keep his hands off himself anytime he brings up. Oh, the, the pussycat dolls. <laughs> oh, dude, he, he needs to settle down with them. Ooh, and they're all doing these ooh moves. I'm sorry. Every, every time I hear the word pussycat, I just think of Borat. <laughs> Listen, pussycat, uh, smile a bit. All right. What's the matter, pussycat? Uh, what's the matter? <laughs> oh, oh. What's the matter, pussycat? <laughs> I cannot understand what this old man was saying to me. <laughs> to you, I could not concentrate on what this old man was saying. Dude, the Borat friggin' live stream should be a friggin' bonus episode. <laughs> Go ahead. What do you got for number seven, buddy? All right. Number seven.
to the solo albums. This time it's Peter's turn. That's right. Don't let him find you sleeping with another man. I don't know. When that song came into our fucking like universe and me and you kept joking about that opening track, the less funny it got. And then the more like you fucking love this song. And I do. That's a good song. And we haven't gotten to that. That's the last remaining solo album left to review. And uh, there's going to be a lot to say about that one, but that, that, that's a great song. Big fan. And what a a killer opening line. Oh, such a great (laughs) opening line. Now this is where my list gets very tricky for me. We talk about this in the album review crew. We do song rankings. How, my number one and my number two are pretty much locked in place, but all these other ones, they're all just some of my favorites. So my number seven is this one. You are my woman. making his first and only appearance on this list off of dynasty, the great ace Frally save your love. Good tune. And we haven't reviewed dynasty either. So I don't want to say song. too, too much about this, but this is, this is a standout track for me. Love this love tune it. from ace. Yep. Yep. I, I figured though, you wouldn't like the chorus. That's that, uh, that's pretty much the only kind of meh part of the song for me. The verses are fantastic. Paul Stanley steals the chorus. Save your love. We get <laughs> Save it. it. Save, Save it. it. Um, all right, Tom. Number six.
the Tom Crazy favorite, I Stole Your Love. Number six. God damn you. All right. All right. I know. We all know, I know. That we all know the, you know, everybody loves this song. I, I think it's, you know, for a lot of people that are pissed that it's not being played, how much they love it. I think it's overrated in that extent because people are so fanatic about it. I yeah. think it's a great song. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, people, I would probably put that in maybe top five songs. If people said, what song would you want to hear Kiss play that they never play live? I think that would be in there. It wouldn't be in my top five, but I think people would throw that in there. You bring up a good point. I think that's why it might suffer from being overrated because people yeah, constantly talk because people constantly talk about it. Yeah, you're right. It's the you know the alive two part to it was like yep. why can't you just do it? Yeah, no, it's a good point. Yep. All right, my number six is this one. And we have our first reappearance from the me episode. And that is one of shouted out loudcast gold standard for songs off of hot in the shade. You love me to hate you. And we can't talk about this song enough. And I don't give a shit. The song's great. The album's great. We've said it during our hot in the shade review. If you've missed that, go back and listen to that episode. This song we get gets heaps of praise from us. Chorus is fantastic. <clears throat> Typical, yep. awesome Paul Stanley chorus. And it's part of a trifecta on that album of unfucking believable song that they never played. Silver Spoon, King of Hearts, and You Love Me to Hate You. That trifecta. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. Fan fucking tastic. Um, number five for me, Tom, is this. Yeah. 
favorite of mine. I've mentioned many times on a list when I can choose it, I choose it. And that is Raise Your Glasses, which should be the theme music for any high school championship football team's background video music. Love the song. It's fucking great. I think it works for any team winning a championship. It's rewarding. The lyrics are great. The song works. I love the breakdown. I love the fucking chorus. It's a great tune. Raise your glasses. I cannot believe you had that on your list. I, I, I love the song. I'm just surprised that you like that song enough to have it ranked that high on your list. What? I've had it. Yeah. It was like my number one or two song on Cycle Circus. What are you talking about? Well, yeah, because that album sucks and there's nothing else better than it. <laughs> That's I always why. talk about this song. What are you talking yeah, about? I, I know you talk about how it should be like a celebration anthem, but I'm I'm, I'm surprised you had it that high. But it's it is a, it's a great song, one of the only few listenable on that trash heap of an album. But listen to that album review if you haven't heard us destroy Psycho Circus for two hours. Um. All right. So on to my number five, and here we go. Now, here's a song, and I talked to Zeus about this because I looked into our me episode, and I said, how on earth did both of us not have this on that episode? Because it's one of those songs that has both words in it, and we didn't. I don't know how because I love it, and I know Zeus does too, but it's Wouldn't You Like to Know Me from the Paul Stanley solo album. Fantastic pop perfection by Paul. Love the tune. Um, And again, we've done the Paul Stanley solo album review. And uh, we talk about that one a lot, too. It's also the name of our introductory episode, Tom. Bingo. That is correct. Yep. That's right. Wouldn't you like to know me? Me. Yes. All right, Tom. Let's go to number four for me. And number four for me is a duplicate. You love me to hate you. Mm-hmm. Okay. I love that song. It's fucking oh, yeah. fantastic. And yep. it was definitely going to be high on my list. Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh, all right. Number four for me is this one.
And another repeat appearance from the Me episode. This is one of my earliest favorite Kiss songs. I was introduced to this off a double platinum, and I still love it today. And that is Do You Love Me from Destroyer. Love the song. I know that they added it into the end of the road tour. Um, I still love it. You know, it's obviously sounds a hell of a lot different nowadays, but um, it, to me, it's always been a favorite of mine. Uh, I, I remember when I got double platinum and first heard this and I'm a drum guy and those opening drums are just still to this day. I love. So do you love me at number four? The song has grown on me, even though yep. it should be going the opposite, but it's grown. Mm-hmm. The, the whole nostalgia video package in the background of on the end of the road. Tour oh, yeah. Like, you know, anyway. Yep. Number three for me, Tom, another duplicate. And I'm pissed that you put this on the list because I wanted to pop it on everybody. And that is the reason I brought it up because you know I was going to take it. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to definitely pick Don't You Hesitate. And you're like, hold on a second. Wait, what? I'm like, yeah, don't you hesitate? Don't you? Like, so I fucking love that song off the box. Set. I love it when we talked about it on our episode of the box set disc two electric boogaloo <laughs> song is yep. fucking awesome. How it was never released. I don't know, but the boom, 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 boom that bass. Oh my God. Fucking song kicks ass. Don't you hesitate. Check it out guys. You're going to fucking love that song. Uh, yes, number three and, for me. And forgive me for stealing your thunder on that. I know, I know, but uh, it, it, it's a great song. And it's, it's, it's another one of those songs where, there is no fatigue factor because it's nowhere else but on the box set. You know, yep. you gotta you gotta seek it out to hear it. And uh, great stuff, very cool tune. Uh, number three for me. This easily could have been number one, but it is my number three, and it is this one. Reviewed album so far, hotter than hell. That is watching you. Could have been number one for me, especially when I just think about it. And we've talked about it a ton of times here. We talk about that Winterland performance. Gene just looks fucking insane singing this live. The alive version is fantastic. My personal favorite version. I know people are going to say, What the hell is wrong with you? We talked about this before. 
I love the Alive 3 version. Um, just a great song overall. Yeah, I can't say enough about it as well. Yep. I can't wait to get the Harder Than Hell to talk about it. Yes, I agree. I agree. Tom, it's a top 10 list. And when I get an opportunity to put this song on, I always do. Song number two for me. switch it up i put you're all that i want the demo version just to fuck around and put something different love both versions of the song i always talk about it i don't know for some reason it's very i'm very sentimental about it nostalgic about it i like the song i don't know for some reason it works uh to each their own you're all that i want love it gene song number two for me yeah i agree with you i i prefer the demo version of this uh, I, this is a song that's grown on me uh, the, the studio unmasked version is, is pretty good, but the, the demo version sounds really cool. Yeah, it's just different. A little, yeah. little acoustic. The acoustic yeah. stuff adds to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, number two for me uh, is my first duplicate. And that is uh, when Zeus had at the beginning of his list, that is Tonight You Belong to Me from the Paul Stanley Solo. Um, one of my all-time favorite Kiss songs overall. I just love everything about this tune. Fantastic song. Yeah, yeah. No, I know you're a big fan of this one. Yep. And Tom, no need for a drum roll. Number one is a duplicate. Yes. And the number one song I pick is Watching You. Wow. The why I put that number one, never mind the fact that the song kicks ass. Yep. Never mind the fact that anytime you see a real version of it, especially like pre-75, like around there, it's kick ass i mean even the modern versions are kick ass of it yeah but there's something menacing about gene singing it and Mm -hmm. if this is a you and yours 
There's no other song on this that is, I believe, as big as with the word you. Watching you. I'm mm-hmm. stalking you. And I feel like that, you know, plus the song is just phenomenal. Gives it more of a, a context to me to, to be the embodiment of what we chose to be on this top 10 list. Watching you, number one for me. Yep. The song is just fucking epic. I mean, you know, I had it number three, could have easily been my number one, but my number one, no surprise. Anybody who listens to this show, it's a repeat. It is. I stole your love. There is no fatigue factor for me. Um, I could see how some people might have fatigue factor. Again, we talked about it when Zeus picked it. The song does get talked about exhaustively about being added to the set list, but um, I stole your love is always going to be at the top of uh, many lists for me. So that is my number one. On yeah, the I, you list. Yeah, I know you would take that as your number one. I didn't know yep. where everything else would fall. I could tell you're going to take tonight. You belong to me. Uh, do you love me? I wasn't sure the rest, yep. um, but I love doing this. And there's so many other songs still available. So let's do three honorable mentions. Okay. okay? This was this was tough because this, going through this list of songs that have you, your, or your in it, were, there was a ton of them. It was amazing. All right. For me, my three honorable mentions, Do You Love Me? Like I said, the, the nostalgia of that really picks up lately. Aces, What's On Your Mind? I was close to putting that in number 10. I wasn't sure. Um, but Tonight You Belong To Me is a better song. But I didn't know if I wanted some ace representation. I ended up saying, fuck them. That's, so I left them out. Uh, and then number uh, my number three for um, this honorable mention, I chose something I haven't chose on a list ever. Just to fucking throw it on there. Why not? What is Dance all over your face. Awesome fucking tune. That's an album review I can't wait to get to and either. Because Jericho loves to throw it out now. I've heard him use it in his wrestling promos. It's accurate. Dance all over your face. Love it. It's great. C- cool tune. All right. My honorable mentions, this, this was tough because, they, like we said, there's a ton. You take your time and go through. There's a lot. Um, this made an appearance on the me list because it has both. And I love this song. It is 70s. Pop slash easy listening perfection for me. The little keyboards, I love it. And that is You Matter to Me off the Peter Chris solo album. I have always loved this song. I, know. I just think it's I catchy. I, I just think it's a catchy fucking tune. Always have. Um, another one for me is Raise Your Glasses, which Zeus had in his regular top 10. And then Zeus fucking hates this song <clears throat> just because of the intro. But it's a catchy fucking tune. Gene sounds fantastic. The album sucks, but I like Eat Your Heart Out. Oh. <laughs> I knew it. That, that's why I picked it. That's why I picked it. <laughs> that's funny. Oh, man. I, well, I love it. I will tell you, this was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. As always, we love to hear what you guys would think, like what you guys pick. Shoot it on uh, Facebook. Put it in our uh, Loudcasters group. And went under the episode, write it in there. Same thing with on Twitter. Put in what your top 10 list is. 
Tell us what thong- songs you think deserve to be picked that neither of us picked. Love to hear the feedback. Yep. Yeah, these top tens, like we said, they're, they're just they're a ton of fun. It's just a fun, easy way to just talk about KISS in a non-album review format. I mean, you're covering pretty much their entire discography by making a list like this, and it's a, it's a blast for us. We know we know you guys like the list, and we want to see yours, so definitely uh, show them to us on our social medias or email. Yeah, it's funny because uh, if you probably go back to previous lists or early, early lists, like our, our tastes have changed since we started no, this podcast. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. Agreed. Right? Yep, absolutely. She's so European, would never make any fucking list unless there was a shitty list. Now, yeah. all of a sudden, I'm like, I like that song. Why? Yep. I don't know. Oh no, we, 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 we're going like to do an ep- we're going to we're going to do an episode kind of like the evolution of Shout It Out Loudcast, like mm-hmm. like because you're right. Whether it's through album reviews or through top tens, there are a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff that that in retrospect, it's like yeah, that I like that, or yeah, I didn't that like happen? that, or. Or I don't like that anymore, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. But, but it Shandy, should. Shandy still sucks. <sighs> so does Psycho which, Circus. Which, by the way, I was laughing with Zeus because for my 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 real job, this is not my real job. It's in not. case you thought it was. Um, no, I had to do a uh, a Zoom conference call. Uh, there were about thirty people in the Zoom call, and one of the uh, female employees, her first name was Shandy spelled it the exact same way and she was very cute too she was very cute what did i say for you to write to her you told her to say that she sucks <laughs> and i told her that tonight must last us forever yeah. so it, like, we tell both. her she fucking sucks i couldn't do that to her but shandy is a co-worker now so that's nice all to right for shandy. Nice to for shandy um tom what we do next is this Hi, this is Ed Spansberg of ClickTeaShop.com, and for all your shouted out loudcast gear and merchandise, please visit ClickTeaShop.com. At ClickTeaShop, you can find lots of Kiss-inspired t-shirt designs, plus mugs, hats, hoodies, pillows, and all new fine art selections. And now, here's your question of the week. All right. And our question of the week comes from Sneed Rock from Facebook talking about last week's episode Fridays and talking about the elder says, do you think that the elder would have done better sales wise if the band did not decide to scrap the tour plans? They wouldn't have to play the entire album on tour. The three songs that they played on Fridays, along with Dark Light, would have gone over great in the set with other classics or do you think by that time no one gave a shit about the band? Um, yeah, no one gave a shit about the band. I don't think only thing touring would have done is made them broke even faster. Because no one's going to show up for that. Sorry, they weren't. Yeah, I I'd be honest with you. Whether or not the Elder was a good album or a bad album, I I, I think Zeus is right. I think that Kiss was dead. In 1982. So they w- any tour that they would have imagined to, to do would have been terrible. Now, obviously, as Kiss fans, would we have loved to have seen that? Yeah, an Elder Tour where they play these songs and throw in Dark Light, which I love, by the way. Great call, Sneed Rock. Um, but I think at that time, yeah, Kiss was dead in the water. Nothing was going to save them, and they would have been broker than broke if they decided to tour for the Elder. Um, yeah, I just think they were just in this, a no-win situation. Album sales, concert sales, whatever. I don't think anything would have happened. I think they just had to deal with that little bit of a dip in their career 
and get back on their feet, which thankfully they did. But uh, Sneedrock, great question. And we love the interaction from you on, on Facebook. So thank you for contributing to that. Very good stuff. Tom, where can people find us? All right. Our email is always the best place to do that. Shout it out loudcast at gmail.com. Shout it out loudcast at gmail.com. We get a ton of emails and we love them and we read all of them. Uh, we try to go through some during the show um, and we appreciate all of them. So shout it out loudcast at gmail.com. And of course, the social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, very interactive on all those, as you guys can tell. Please keep posting, tagging, all those kinds of things, commenting. You can send us direct messages on all those platforms as well. Please do that if you don't want to have uh, your comments out there in the open. Uh, and of course, as we talked about earlier, our wonderful Patreon family, please check it out at the app or on the website, patreon.com. Take a look. And again, thanks to everybody that's part of that family. Uh, and we're also part of the wonderful Pantheon podcast network of shows. Tons of great shows. You can find us there along with a ton of other great shows from all different genres of music. So check those out. And our buddy Ed, who's sponsoring the uh, Shout It Out Loudcast question of the week, click T-Shop, click with a K.com. Check out his stuff. Tons of great Shout It Out Loudcast merch and Kiss inspired merch as well. So check out Ed. Great guy, friend of the show. And Tom, he also has the Shout It Out Loudcast shirt at $19.99, I believe, and free shipping. So we talked about that and worked with him and we were able to get that price a little bit better for everybody. Anybody's interested, please go look at the Shout It Out Loudcast merch on Click T-Shop, K-L-I-C-K-T-E-E-S-H-O-P.com and uh, check out our, our stuff that we got there. Uh, Tom, I always like to tell people they can DM us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube. YouTube channel uh we love it there when you guys uh sign up it's just it keeps growing it's amazing and finally i always tell people they can give us one of those five star Star. child reviews on apple itunes as a matter of fact tom we just got a new one if uh you don't mind, buddy? I'd love to be able to uh, read it to you if, if that's okay. Why, why would I mind hearing about this excellence? Please go ahead. <laughs> All right. This one says, Awesome Kiss Music Podcast. It's from BTBAM Rules 310. All right. Awesome Kiss Podcast. Love that they don't hold anything back with their opinions on the band. My favorite thing about Tom and Zeus is that they're open-minded and they love Pearl Jam. Soundgarden, Alice in Chains, etc. In addition to Kiss and 80s rock metal, the album review episodes are the best, despite Sonny's horrible opinions. <laughs> the fact that this person loves our Kiss talk and Pearl Jam, Soundgarden, Alice in Chains, and the 80s rock, and can't stand Sonny's opinion. There's no way Sonny's not going to be like, dude, that's one of you guys that wrote that. I totally agree. I was just going to say, no one's going to believe that that's a fan <laughs> of the show. That's yeah. going to think that's me or you who wrote that. Yeah. And I'm like, and I'm waiting for him. I'm like, no, that's no way. No way. Hey, did you write that? No. Did you? No. No. Not at all. Love so- to know who wrote that. Uh, reach out to us. Send us a DM. That'd be great. Uh, thank you, though, for that. It's awesome. Apple iTunes, go on there. Give us one of those five star child reviews we really appreciate it it's a great help 
And then, as always, I always like to repeat the email, shout it out loudcast at gmail.com. Shout it out loudcast at gmail.com. Don't forget also, guys, to go on and download our Zeppelin Chronicles, which is uh, we did a little introductory episode like we did. Like, would you um, wouldn't you like to know me before we started our shout it out loudcast? And this was just uh, get to know us. Who's going to be on the Zeppelin Chronicles talking about Led Zeppelin going forward? It's Tom and I, our buddy Murph, and Jay from the Hook Rocks. Breakdown of all Zepp albums all the way through. If you like the album review crew and you're a big fan of Zeppelin, you got to get this. And if you can, make sure all your Zepp fan buddies that know and love the band get to hear it. It's, uh, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. Somehow we're going to be able to fin- uh, fit this in our busy schedule. Yeah, it's going to be great. Uh, we're excited to get it to finally kicked it off. We've been talking about it for a long time. So please, it's in our regular Shout It Out Loudcast podcast feed. So if you subscribe to us, it should have popped up. Check it out. Uh, you're going to enjoy it if you're a Zeppelin fan. And even if you're not a huge Zeppelin fan, maybe we can turn you into one by listening to the show. So please oh, yeah. check it out. Oh, yeah. And it's funny because, you know, wait before you know, it, we're almost getting close to the end of the year, Tom. Oh, my God. I and know. we already have stuff that we've discussed for next year. We've yep. always told you guys, we have too much respect for you guys to sit back and be like, well, yeah, you're going to listen to us do talk about Kiss. Yeah, that's what we do. And that's what you guys do. Just tune in. No, 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 no. We're always looking for ways to make this bigger and better for you. We're always so, trying to see how busy our lives can get. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So while we come on next, the previous year, we, we, we came up and we're like, oh, let's do an album review crew. Came up with that. This year, let's do uh, Zeppelin Chronicles. Next year, we've already discussed it. Just wait till you see what comes down. Um, We've always got ideas about stuff going forward. Uh, We just don't want to do anything half-ass. We're too anal. We're too fucking, Mm -hmm. you know, OCD to let just shit throw out there and go, hey, what do you want to talk about this week? Do you like Zeppelin? (laughs) Me too. Do you like Stairway to Heaven? It's a great song. (laughs) I like music. Do you like Jimmy Page? He's good. <laughs> Sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Yeah. Well, anyway, and, and, and I'll throw and I'll throw in one yeah. little teaser as well. There is something else coming down the pike soon that will we're <laughs> really, really excited about. Yeah, so. that's kind of dwarfed everything that we've been doing, and it's a lot of work, and it's yeah. just one of those things that. The end product will be worth the effort, but yep. getting there is just one of those. <sighs> exactly. So uh, tip of the hat to our good buddy uh, who's been along with us for the ride there, Dan. Much absolutely. appreciated, buddy. We love you. Yep. Absolutely. So, anyway, Tom, any famous last words? Cheap 17 and trashed out. <laughs> you went too far been a bitch you are your reputation's in the bathroom it's on the wall and down the hall what's some nice words that you got there mr stanley right (laughs) well it is it is it is a cover song so i'll I'll give him that yeah but it's okay only you are the man child you are the light and you are the way. Only you are the light. 
Only you know the way. Here we go. <laughs> Cats drooling on the bar stool. Shake your hips and crack your whips. Sheep <laughs> 17 are trashed out. You've been the bitch you are. Don't let me catch you sleeping with another man. I remember the day that we met. I needed someone. You needed someone too. (laughs) Come, thank you. Loudcasters, Kiss Army, thank you. Guys, thank you so much. It's always a blast doing this show and uh, having you guys enjoy it and interact and share your crazy kiss stuff with us. So thank you, as always. And Zeus, thank you, my friend. Peace out, Girl Scout. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.